it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, also known as your neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again, folks. And today, I figured we'd talk about art, and um, going off of the first podcast of this week where we asked the question of why we need sketching, I figured today we'd ask the question of why we need inking. Now, I do think, yet again, I've answered this before, but I feel like with the passing of time, you know, perspectives change and new ideas may have cropped up in my head from there, so I figured why not um, answer this question once again? Kind of a revamp of it, of sorts. So, anyways, like I said, today we're going to be asking the question of, why do we need inking? Now, like I said before, we have already talked about the sketching phase of things. Now, just to catch you all back up, um, sketching is basically where you lay out the foundation of your entire art piece. You um, sketch out everything, you figure out where everything is supposed to go, you adjust things as you go along. Uh, in order to create the best piece that you can. Now, um, when it comes to inking, inking is really about locking in those final sketches. Now, yet again, you're going to want to get rid of any of your construction lines that are, well, just for construction and things like that. So, um, you know, either keep in mind which lines those are, um, or just um, get rid of them. Just get rid of them all together. Um, and that's when we head on to inking. Now, inking isn't always necessary, which is something that I found out as of recently. Um, I personally prefer using the method of inking because um, it helps me get clear lines, and I often like to treat my own art as if it is a coloring page that I am now going to be coloring in as soon as I'm done with my inking. But I've also recently been experimenting with... Um, doing sort of more painting-esque art. And what I mean by that is um, oftentimes um, a lot of people who work with actual physical canvases, brushes, and paints, what they will do is first they will sketch out what they're going to do, then they will color it in, and then um, they will add the inking on top of that along with any highlights and shadows, etc. This method is used because of the fact that, um, you know, paint, um, sometimes it's hard to control where that is going, especially if you've got very thin inking lines that aren't necessarily, um, that you can't necessarily put painter's tape over or something of that nature. Now, taking those almost exact same methods and importing them into something such as digital art, yet again, you have to keep this in mind. Um, so... Yeah, it's one of those things where um, 
you know, sometimes inking comes right after sketching, sometimes inking comes after coloring, but it's usually in that in that area somewhere. It's either one or the other, and um, if you try to put it in any other place, it's either A, not going to make sense, or B, um, typically you're not going to get the best work out of it. Um, so yeah. So this is why I typically put inking after sketching. This is usually when I do it, the only exceptions being paintings and things such as um, just free flow creativity, which is basically where I just, I don't care about any of my digital artistry structure and just go for it. Um, but yeah, I personally really like inking, especially poppy inking. Um, and what I mean by this is for me, there's typically two types of inking. There's colored inking or blended in inking, and then there's your good old cartoony or just regular black inking, um, or just solid color inking. Now, when it comes to the first type of inking here, the blended slash colored inking, this is where it kind of blends into the piece overall, or it is colored, um, it is colored like the piece. For example, um, let's say you drew a head, and um, of course you've got the color of, you know, the face, the flesh, um, the skin, things like that, um, the colors of the eye, you know, the white, and let's just say brown. And um, just for the sake of this example, let's say this person has sh a short blonde bob or something, you know? So, in this case, we'd be picking, um, bl we'd be picking colors from the, um, from the, oh my goodness, let me put my words together. So, in this case, with this head that we've made, for the colors for our inking, um, there's two different directions to go with it. Uh, when it comes to regular colored inking, you're going to pick a color, um, similar or exact to the colors that you've used in the piece. Like, for example, for the outline of the skin, obviously you're going to pick either the same or a very close color to the skin. Same goes with the hair, the eyes, etc. But when it comes to blended inking, this is where we either, um, blend the, um, actual coloring layer with the inking layer, or we have the colors, um, the colors of the inking and the coloring so close together that they basically blend into each other. Now this is, um, obviously I put these two together because colored inking and blended inking can, um, sometimes mean the same thing, um, but yeah. But when it comes to cartoony slash, um, uh, cartoony slash black slash solid color inking, um, we take a basic solid color, such as black or maybe a deep navy blue, if you want to get a little more stylized with it, and we outline the whole entire thing with it, um, our entire head with it, for example. Um, this gives us, um, of course, a solid color that's very different from the other colors, and can often make these other colors in our piece pop up against it. Um, um, it's sort, it's kind of like the difference between uh, soft, soft, which is our colored slash blended inking, and hard, um, which is our um, solid color slash um, black inking. Um, it's kind of the difference between that soft look and that hard, edgier look. 
Now, of course, you can go in between with this, and I recommend experimenting to see what goes best with your style. I know that for the most for the most part, most of my work, especially when it comes to YouTube thumbnails or just um, anything that involves certain styles of mine, I'm going to automatically go with the um, black inking. But when it comes to things more like my painting and my painting style, I'm going to go with colored inking instead to give it that softer look. Um, so yeah. And of course there's other factors that lend into inking as well, which is thick versus thin lines and other things like that. But um, I haven't really gotten to the question of why exactly we should be inking. Well, um, to be honest, for the most parts, you don't necessarily have to. Like I said, um, you can have your inking after your sketching or after your coloring, or you can even um, not include it at all if you don't want to. But I mostly do inking because I find it very important to know where my colors are supposed to go. Now, obviously, you can know this with the sketching or, you know, other methods as well. But like I said before, I like to think of my art as a sort of coloring book that I am creating. Uh, whenever I create a new piece, sketch it, and ink it, afterwards I get to color it in however way I want to. Unlike coloring pages in real life, which, to be honest, is bogus. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, personally, I like to have that nice outline and that coloring book feel. Now, you don't necessarily have to do this. Um, I like having this guide. You don't have to like it or even use it. I include it in my um, digital art schematic because I find it personally useful and helpful, especially for beginners. Because, yet again, having an outline is very useful. Um, and, you know, sometimes sketching doesn't suffice, either because the sketching brush you used was too light, or, um, you know, um, maybe the sketching um, just isn't cutting it for you, or maybe you sketch in different colors like I've been recently doing, and it starts to blend in with the actual coloring you are doing. So... Yeah, personally, I just find it useful. Um, you all don't have to. I'd recommend it for any beginners, um, because that's just, it's, I just feel it's personally important. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, if you all like me and want to support me and, and see and hear more from me, then go ahead and check out the links in the podcast episode description down below. The first one is to my YouTube channel, Hordes and Halos, where I mostly just do fun gay stuff. The second link is to my Redbubble shop, Rainbow Rific, where guess what? I sell LGBTQIA plus stuff. Yay! So many pins. And, <laughs> and the last link is to something that, while isn't gay, is very informative, which is my course, Sea Secrets to Digital Art with Procreate course. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, I'm going to be seeing you all later, and um, on to the next one.